And I remember faith we, that it's gonna fit. And I remember we can we can uh, set it up where the kids only see the waist up. So <coughs> you know you don't have to go full get up. <laughs> full get up on the Santa suit. Just trying to help you out the best I can. <laughs> Since Dave's the one kind of threw you under the bus on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Testing one, two, three. Okay. Hi, and welcome to our Facebook Live broadcast. This is David here at the Patch Office in Spencer, West Virginia. And you're watching our Facebook Live broadcast of Help Desk with Joe. And this is show number 42 as part of our podcast and live Facebook broadcast. And we're now getting ready to go live for our podcast. This is David with Patch Turned Up in our studio in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to Help Desk with Joe with our host Joe McDonald and AM Digital Technologies. This is show number 42 of our podcast series. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. All right, well, show number 42, Joe, we are just rocking right along. Yes, we are. We are cranking them out right and left. Yep, and we have uh, Justin here joining us again this week, which is. Fantastic. He ha adds a little uh, spice to the deal here. He's wearing a Santa hat because it's Christmas yep. season. Becoming a bit of a recurring guest. Yeah. Maybe I, was, regular. I was going to say, I, I think you're a moderator at this point. Yep. No longer able to carry that guest title. So. Yeah, he, he brings some stability to the insanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some consistency. So, But uh, we're here. Show number 42 is exciting stuff. So. It's great to crank out the shows and keep this going, even through the COVID and all the tough situations we have going on. We're still able to continue the show, and had to do it remotely a couple of times, but now we're back in the studio, and that's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's it's much, in my opinion, I, I feel a lot more comfortable when I'm actually able to see you guys when we actually have a real conversation than yeah. trying to do it all delay. Although the Microsoft Teams setup we had a couple of weeks ago, that was been about the best alternative that yeah. I found. Yeah, it's, you know, fun to to do that remote a little bit, but I, I do like seeing everybody in person. I think the conversation flows a little better. You don't have to wait for the lag, and uh, and seeing each other's expressions in live time is always good. Right. But either way, all right, well, let's get on. You you know, as usual, the three news updates of what's happening this week in the technology world and then a little product review. So we'll start out with, uh, tell us about Cyberpunk 2777. Okay, so Cyberpunk 2077 is a brand new game that was released last Thursday. Okay. And boy, did it not take long to hit the bad list. Really? Yes. So as uh, it launched Thursday and already as of yesterday, the production company was already uh, sending out apologies. So if you purchased Cyberpunk 2077 or are thinking about purchasing it, if you're going to purchase it for the PS4 or the Xbox One, you may want to hold up just a little bit. Hmm. There was actually a thread started on Reddit about the game that had more than 10,000 comments in detail. Some of the biggest issues players have spotted, including textures taking a long time to load, blurriness, and then signs showing debug context, which is um, kind of error code popping up while this is in the middle of gameplay. Really? I, so... It's kind of crazy in this day and age to release a game like that and it not be at least fairly stable. Well, that's 
See, I, I'm with you on this one because I always think of like the older games. You know, they had one shot at it. Yeah. And if they released a stinker, then they was marked. For example, E.T. on the Atari. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's back in the day when you had to buy the cartridge and there's nothing you could do about it. Right. Now but, I'm assuming they just do patches and updates. Yeah, and... it's almost um, standard policy now. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll send a stinker out, but just wait, we'll send an update and fix it. It's like, why don't you delay it a month and actually send the right product out at the beginning? Yeah. And I'll have to deal with this. But, but apparently it's quantity versus quality. And... Uh, according to the video game site Polygon, they are citing live streaming of uh, PS4 and Xbox One gameplay. The game has crashed multiple times and experienced issues like freezing. So even people that are live streaming are able to show live that there's huge issues with this game. Do you think it's fiscally driven or is it just something that's the norm now? Like, do you think that they like, listen, we got to get it out the door and get some money coming in? Or is it just like the norm of, well, release it and we'll just fix it and it'll be okay? I think it's a little bit of both. And I think it's something that has to do with with the new Xbox and new PS5 out that they probably spent a lot more time and resources on those consoles, make sure everything's primed and polished, and just set, just kind of threw it together on the Xbox One and PS4 format. And now they're stepping back on, uh-oh. Yeah. Now we have to fix it. So as of yesterday, Monday, the company apologized and offered refunds to players that were who were disappointed in the game's performance after days of complaints over glitches and poor visuals on some of the platforms following its last week release. Boy, oh boy. Hmm. Well, I don't know enough about the games. I kind of wish Kale was here. Because Justin, I, you don't play any of the games, right? No, I saw a, an ad just pop up randomly the other day. So now that you're bringing it up, but... It's like Keanu Reeves is a kind of big part in it. She's basically, his likeness is used throughout the game. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this one either, but I'm with you, Justin. I saw, I've saw several ads over the last week uh, with Keanu Reeves and all that. And, you know, all this hoopla and advertising about it. And I thought, well, it must be a pretty big game if Keanu Reeves is signed on with it. And then now seeing this, is like, oh, man, they really missed the boat on this one. Yeah, the reviews, I, I pulled it up here and looked at the reviews are, are pretty rough. 3.3 uh, rating on a five-star deal and a couple of comments. One of them is, this game's been in production for eight years, and in my opinion, they focus 95% of the time creating a perfect story with perfect characters, but only 5% making sure the game actually runs. <laughs> uh, and then the next one is, you know, forget about, well, it's just, it's basically saying... Uh, you have to play everything slow. You have to read everything you find, and it, otherwise, it just has problems. So, a lot of problems. And uh, just noticing that, you know, nowadays where people watching other people play games is yeah a pretty big market. That part of a the way they rate it, how well a, a game is doing is how many people are watching other people play it on Twitch. Like this says, uh, right now or when this story came out, it was the fifth highest viewed game on twitch so not really not just how many people are playing it but how many people are watching people play it. yeah so that you can't get any worse publicity than in the middle of a gameplay and having you know a couple thousand people watch you and then all of, th all of a sudden that thing just starts glitching and mm -hmm. freezing and crashing that is that's almost yeah. the worst that's like a death quell yeah, yeah. i it's kind of crazy i I'm, now that you bring it up justin i can't i can't imagine sitting watching someone else play i used to hate that as a kid 
you know, when it wasn't your turn to play. Yeah. Right. We didn't really watch. Now, if it was like somebody playing football against each other, baseball, and it was kind of, you're able to heckle somebody. Right. Maybe. But this is intriguing to me that people watch other people. Now, if they're trying to get better or studying their game mm. or something like that, maybe. And I could kind of see it if it's like a um, Fortnite or something. I've watched Kale play Fortnite a couple of times, but only because he was playing with his friends and I knew who his friends were. Mm. And they would give each other a hard time, but not really just to kind of sit back and enjoy watching somebody play a game. Yeah. yeah. It was more because I knew the, the people playing with him. Huh. Right. And, and there's... If you go on like Twitch, I mean, you can literally watch in by just about any and every game on there. I don't even know what Twitch is. What it's, is Twitch? It's a streaming service centered around gamers. Hmm. Okay. And basically, all they do is they just stream their play of video games. Okay. I've not spent a lot of time on there, but I have scrolled through, and and you'd be surprised. I mean, some days you'll go in there and you can see like the latest Mad game, all the way to people playing the original Tecmo Bowl on the on the old NES. I mean, it, it's a wide variety. You're not going to see always see like the newest and greatest titles on there. Yes, you're going to see a lot of those, but then you may see something nostalgic on there as well. Wow. Well, they, like in all around the country, I mean, it probably started in Japan, but now it's worldwide. I mean, they have small stadiums that they pack with huge screens and people come in and watch other people play Fortnite, what? for example. No way. They're like the best players in the world get together and the crowd is like watching and cheering. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it was funny. NASCAR actually uh, took a lead on this when COVID all started and everything shut down. NASCAR stepped up and like a lot of the owners was shipping basically virtual units to the driver's houses and like they had like the steering wheel and had like two big screens to give them like the full rotation effect and the, the gas pedals and everything and they'd sit there and they and on Fox Sports they actually did a race, a virtual race, mm -hmm. from start to finish, and all the drivers were sitting there talking during the whole race, and it pulled huge ratings. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Was it like real racing, or like how close could they simulate it? It was. I mean, it was pretty pretty close to the real thing. I mean, there you know, there's some things that you just can't adjust yeah. in, versus real life, but it was. Well, I mean, did the drivers like it, I guess? is that? Oh, yeah, they... yeah, they got really into it. Actually, uh, one driver got banned from NASCAR for a little bit and lost a bunch of sponsors because he dropped a derogatory word live on the air. No way. Just, just I guess he was just focused in the game and just kind of oh, dropped boy. the word that he shouldn't have. And, I think uh, I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, lost a lot, caught a lot of grief over that one. Huh. Well, it says here Twitch is the leading live streaming video service. As of February 2020, it had 3 million broadcasters monthly, 15 million daily active users. That's crazy numbers. Well, put it in perspective, Amazon bought them out a couple of years ago. Uh, so so it, it must be a valuable property for Amazon to dump money into it. And so the most popular channel as of December 2020 belongs to Ninja with over 16.5 million followers. Yeah, he's a big Fortnite star. I guess. And people are saying uh, he's not necessarily the best player in the world, but he's a very good player and has a a winning personality that people kind of glom onto. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean... And people send money. Like, yeah. You can see while they're streaming, you see a little thing pop up, $5, $5. Yeah. 
What? No way. Yeah, they the money just because they like, like tipping, basically. And they, throughout the course of a game, they may make hundred, couple Maybe thousand couple dollars yeah. per game just from people out there in the internet that can... And, and there's actual people out there that that's what they do for a living is they live stream their gameplay. And you can send 500 to 1,000 if you wanted. I've seen yeah. videos where... We're uh, we're in the wrong business, YouTubers. boys. I'm just saying because I, I don't see any dollar signs popping up on our deal here. Yeah. I've seen videos where just as kind of like a fun video, they'll you know send a thousand dollars to a random Twitch player. Yeah, so a Twitch player will be playing, and then they'll get you just got a thousand dollars. Yeah, They're like what? Yeah, <laughs> just to see their reaction. I mean, that's part of the the YouTube, and then that YouTube video gets so many millions of views, and then they make all their money back. So yeah, it it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of a snowball effect. Yeah. <clears throat> Like, I'll help you, and then I get kickback on the return on that one. By golly. Yeah, definitely in the wrong business. Yeah, we need to start getting some, yeah, seeing some money pop up while we're doing these. Things. I'm not sure that anybody would pay me to play video games, though. Yeah. Hey, Conan O'Brien gets paid, you know, at least once a month to do a clip on his show, the worst video game player ever. So, I mean, uh, there, there's a, if we market it just right, fellas, we can make money. Find, find, the, find the right marketing yeah. angle. You got, I got you. Okay. Well, story number two, the Apple Watch, you have an update for that? Yeah, your Apple Watch is going to tell you is one of the new updates. It has a uh, laziness. I'm going to call it the laziness factor. The new Apple Watch is now going to warn you if your cardio fitness is low. Really? Yes. Hmm. So kind of checking on you as a personal trainer. Right. So the latest iOS 14.3 and watchOS 7.2 updates have introduced a new way to measure your health, specifically your cardio fitness level. Not only can the Apple Watch users view their cardio fitness level in the health app, but they'll also receive notifications if it falls to a low range. So if we get on a weekend binge of Netflix, your watch is going to tell you about it. By golly. So the update, however, can also tell what your cardio fitness is at low levels without the need for exercise. According to Apple, the watch will use multiple sensors such as the optical heart sensor, GPS, and accelerometer to estimate lower levels of cardio fitness as users simply walk around. The company says this will allow Apple Watch to measure the VO2 max for users who aren't able to compete in high intensity workouts. So that's that's what I read when I read that part out really like that. So if you're just simply walking around so for people that can't, you know, go for an intense cardio workout, just simply walking around they can actually help it'll help monitor and track that. I'm assuming you can turn it off if you don't want it. I'm sure you can. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's good for people that want to monitor their fitness and kind of keep track of that. But I kind of, I don't know. I get the feeling that if you're that person, you're monitoring it anyway. Right. You know, through one of the standard fitness apps or, you know, whatever you're doing. Although. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, I don't feel a need for a watch or anything that kind of tells me that. I don't know. From my from my point, when with my wise band. Yeah. When it vibrates and reminds me, hey, it's time to stretch. I do like that little reminder because if I'm in intense working on yeah, you know, yeah. quotes or a project, if I've been in sitting at my desk for too long and get that little vibrate reminder, hey, it's time to stretch, I will get up and, and you know, go outside. Really? And, so that does help yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, that does. It's a nice little kind of a prompt. Break, yeah, kind of a break to, you know, refresh batteries a little bit. And plus, a reminder is like, you know, you've sat way too long. You need to. Yeah, need to do something. So I, I do like a little reminder. Huh. Okay. Do you know how, what that time period is? It's about an hour. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is if I'm if we're on like 
driving because you know living in Spencer, it's an hour to get to anywhere. Oh we're, yeah. We're driving, and all of a sudden, thing. It's time to stretch. It's like mm-hmm. I'm driving. I'm leave driving. Me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Can you not see? I'm doing sixty miles an hour. I don't need to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Now's not the time to stretch. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. So that, I'm assuming that'll be fairly popular though with the group that needs it, like you're saying that needs that little reminder, needs that prompt. Well, from my standpoint, it's kind of rather eye-opening. Uh, I had a friend of mine, he just got a Fitbit. Yeah. And he, uh, I told him, I said, it will surprise you. I said, because you can't really, you know, monkey with the numbers on that. Basically, what it tells you <laughs> is the way it goes. I said, it may surprise you by how much or how little yeah, yeah. you've moved throughout the day. And in his job, he there's a lot of days he's on his feet, you know, the entire time. So I right. said, it may surprise you on how much you actually walk in a day's time. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's, soccer players always talk about, you know, or someone will always throw out, oh, you know, you run seven miles in a soccer game. And I was kind of skeptical. But uh, one of Kale's teammates has a tracker that they use, one of the professional ones. Yeah. And, yeah, he regularly – and he's a defensive midi, so he doesn't, like, sprint the full field uh, as much as, like, a midfielder would or a winger. But, uh, yeah, he still racks up five and six miles every game. Wow. I want to say the least he had was five miles, and that's because they beat the team up so bad he didn't play a lot. Right. And he didn't have to move a lot. But on the heavier games, it's easy six or seven miles. Which is something crazy because you would – I mean, even when you were telling me that, I was like, really? When you first told me that they was, yeah. was like, really? They, they've really moved that much? But oh, yeah. honestly, if you really stop to think about it, just you know, little movement just left or right, you know – over time, that those little steps add up, but you just oh, yeah. don't give any. Well, and it's you know almost two hours, hour and a half to hour and forty-five minutes of constant play. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's no breaks, there's no timeouts. It's not football where every twenty-five seconds you get a twenty-five second break. Right. You know, to stand in the huddle, it's constant movement. So they're you know, like you said, even if they're just walking three or four steps right or left, an hour and a half of that, you're racking up steps. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, but. Try to just go up to a track and walk until you rack up five miles. You'd be like, "This is taking forever." Oh this yeah, yeah. Boring. <laughs> I need. To... But yeah, if you're distracted by it's like the 40. game, then you get yeah, you can get all that mileage in and don't even Much notice. Yeah. Yep. So pretty neat. Okay. And you got a peacock update? Yes. Fill us in. So uh, it's no secret that we're fans of the Office. Yeah. So Office like is the leaving office. the Netflix at the end of December and moving to the Peacock Network starting January 1st. I heard uh, seasons one and two may still be on Netflix. No. At, no? at, at January, when, when the clock strikes midnight on, on January 1st, that was over. Oh, but, okay. well, I don't guess they'll be standing in Times Square this year. Hmm. Really? Well, I they, mean, I know they got to make some adaptations, but surely they'll... They'll still do their show where... Well, I'm sure they'll do their show, but you won't see a bunch of people staying in front of the street because... <laughs> did or, you guys, or will you? Did you guys see the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade? No. Nobody on the streets. Really? Yes. How did they keep them off the streets? Well, you, it's probably not too bad of a deal to do. I mean, you, there was like a few people strung out, but it wasn't yeah. like packed... But if you guys think about it, most of the it's almost like how we treat the Black Walnut Festival. Yeah. All the locals stay home. Yeah. <laughs> all the out of towners come come in droves. So. Well, we had our, our Christmas parade not like last week, I think, sometime. Yeah. Anybody see that? No. I wasn't there. No. No. 
No, but I did see pictures online where you know people had actually spread out, uh-huh. and I think they they extended it this year because they ran it all the way to the Pizza Hut. Oh wow! Okay. Which I think before they ran it to. Yeah, just go more. Yeah, I was gonna say just maybe be in go the town more. there. Yeah, but they ran it all the way to hmm. Pizza Hut. So anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it worked for the Macy's Day Parade, then. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So. Uh, it, the office is going to Peacock exclusively. <laughs> back to- I was about to. I was just about to say, how, where are we? What, I, I forgot what we were talking about. I was yeah. like, Day Stay Parade. Uh, how did we get there? And then we we're talking about Times Square. I, yeah. don't, I don't even know what the topic was now. All right, so Peacock update yes. okay. with the office. Yes, so the office is. So if you're a fan of the office and you don't own the DVDs or if you've been right. watching strictly on Netflix, uh, the first two, uh, all. Nine seasons are going to Peacock. So when they move over there, you'll be able to watch the first two seasons for free. But if you want the rest of the series, you have to sign up for the Peacock Premium Membership, either the ad-supported tier or the ad-free tier. Plus, they're going to start adding a lot of bonus content to the to the office setup. They're going to add uh, yeah. d- deleted scenes. Had to give you your jump drive back. Yeah, thank you. I'd have forgotten. Drove it around for a couple weeks. <laughs> Me too. I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, bonus footage, unseen footage, uh, stuff like that. And they're even actually going to add a channel on Peacock. So if you're working from home, you can turn it on and just have background noise of office noises like you know, people shuffling papers. No copiers. way. Yes. It's craziness. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. How many seasons are there? Nine. And only doing one and two? Well, for free, the yeah, rest you have to pay I mean. for. Yeah. Huh. Nine seasons. I got like okay. So it's it, amazing how popular the show is. I mean, I, I watch it. I have watched. I haven't watched TV for about six or seven months now. But back before, I used to watch it. And I liked it. I got a little lost there after some several seasons. Because mm-hmm. I just watch. It's always on. It was always on. Right now, here here is what is crazy. Let me. Okay. Brian Bumgartner, and I'm probably butchered his last name. Uh, played Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys seen the website Cameo? No. Okay. Cameo is where you can go in there and you can pay a fee and have a celebrity of your choosing send out a, a message, whether it's happy birthday, congratulations, whatever. Brian Bumgartner. Uh, this year alone, at $125 a pop, is going to make a million dollars doing cameos. What? Yes. No way. Yeah, he's the highest That's crazy. rated uh, celebrity on cameo. <laughs> and all they are is just little short two, three minute clips that you uh, submit the information and then they'll make a video for you. Yep. For, for your friends and family mm-hmm. and whatever. And, and he's going to make a million dollars this year off of that. Yeah, and then you've got maybe some of the higher level celebrities that they charge. They want to charge like a thousand for one of theirs. But yeah, nobody's so, willing to pay it, so they don't end up making as much as someone like him. Well, this right. says who's something. who's the most expensive? Chris D'Elia, a comedian. Yeah, that's a, just a joke, I think, though. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> how much is? I think the Kardashians were they on there? Or they I don't know the Kardashians. Kardashians so it can be there, anywhere from five dollars to twenty five hundred. Yeah. Who is the highest paid? So actor Brian Bumgartner. Huh. Yep. Portrayal Kevin earned one million. Yeah. 
by golly. That's kind I wonder of if crazy. people ask him to say, hey, this is yeah, the character from The Office, or does he have to stay in character? <laughs> well, uh, if you go back and go on to his profile, and he posts some sample videos, and uh, during, I think it's the wedding episode, Kevin comes up and goes, it's not Ashton Kutcher. At, and actually, hey, actually opens up a lot of the videos, it's not Ashton Kutcher, yeah. it's Brian Baumgartner. <laughs> Yeah. So they've had an increase of 78% of new talent on board since COVID hit and a 30% increase in the amount of cameo videos being created. Yep, people are like, uh-oh, i got to make some extra money. Well, you know, and I think, too, though, like if you have a birthday party or something like that, you can't really, I mean, it's not popular around here to have like a clown come in or a magician or something, but, you know, you can remotely do this cameo deal. Yeah, and so, so you know, yeah, yeah, so you get... Well, and this is kind of a gift for the person that has everything. It's like, I guarantee you don't have a greeting video from your favorite celebrity. Yeah. Yes. Or, or athlete or whatever. So Gilbert Godfrey did the past, did the best in the past. Uh, and his videos are about 150 bucks each. Hmm. Yeah, I'm scrolling through here. Some of the features are uh, Mick Foley, Debbie Gibson, Ernie Hudson... Apparently the guy from the Tiger King cast who had his arm bitten off, he charges about 150. Oh my gosh! Hey, Santa Claus is on here for 49 bucks. <laughs> there you go, Justin. <laughs> Competition. Huh. Mandy Moore's joined joined recently. Akon, whoever that is, Akon. A lot of. Uh, Celebrity impersonators on here, I see. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, okay. the office even has... So now our our Peacock update just turned into a cameo update. Yeah. <laughs> Scene is like, boys, pull it back together. Justin, yeah. what is your role here, if <laughs> yeah. not to keep everybody on track? Have you used Peacock, <laughs> Justin? Yes, I have. I downloaded the app, and I've only used the free version because I wanted to see uh -huh. what my limitations were. And honestly... The catalog of just free content is amazing, and just both TV shows and movies. Like they had, uh, when we talk about movies, of course it's a lot of older content, but like some of the good stuff. Like I had one of the Smoking the Bandit movies. I mean, there was, it, huh. it, and it's all you choose while you stream, or do they have a like a live stream set, like a uh, both, both. They yeah, like they a, have like like they have normal like, TV. Almost. Yeah, they have like Pluto TV has like they have a live section, mm -hmm. and they have an actual on demand section. They have a my favorite channel on there, Saturday Night Live, and it's basically just rolls just little snippets of clips from episodes in the past. Yeah, so you'd be watching uh, Wayne's World on one clip, and then the next one would be a classic John Belushi clip, and I mean they they scatter them out so. So back to Peacock. <laughs> yes, so if you are a fan of The Office and... That's where you're going, huh? Yeah, that's where you're headed. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you, you've talked about Peacock several times because they're making moves. Yes. As how how big of a provider are they going to be in the game uh, now? Since The Office is going there? Yeah. Huge. So that makes, that'll make that much of an impact? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because The Office, last, last I heard, was still one of the top ten viewed... Uh, programs or content on Netflix. Really? Yes. So, so that's Netflix, hard. To, that's crazy. When did they stop doing shows? Uh, let me see. I was just curious. Like, I mean, it's been a couple of years, though, right? Like, these are all oh, yeah. dated reruns. 
Huh. And they're not doing 20, these shows, right? 2013. 2013, really? Yes, they started. So eight years. They're eight years past. Yeah, they, they started in 2005, and their last episode was in 2013. That's crazy. And they have an 8.9 out of 10 rating on IMDb. Huh. Yeah, here's what's crazy. Uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey played Pam and Angela on, on The Office. Yeah. They have a weekly podcast where hey. they go back and rewatch the entire episode and give you behind-the-scenes Yeah. Information. By golly. Office gals? Yeah, office ladies. Like, office ladies? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And That's yet, pretty cool. Yeah, and, and Cena and I, we actually listen to it, and it's, it's if you're a fan of The Office, you need to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Because they, they give you a lot of stuff to go back and watch. Like, they'll say, okay, this timestamp, look for this. And you go back, because I, I never even looked for that. So now when Cena and I sit down and watch, we'll start watching the background to see yeah, if we yeah. catch <laughs> what they mentioned or something that they may have missed. Right. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, that's our three news updates. And you got a product review. I'm kind of excited about this because it... Um, now, last time you, you brought in a product review, you had the cords and everything, but you still left with it. You didn't leave it with me or Justin <laughs> to get our take on the product review. So is today going to be any different? Well, no, I can leave it, but you guys don't have all the components, and that's not my fault on that's this one. That's normally how this deal goes down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. So what are we talking about today? The What's your Arlo, product review? The Arlo Security Light. And okay. If you're a fan of the Arlo products, or if you know anything about the Arlo products, you know their claim to fame is wire-free okay. setup. I don't know anything about them. So okay. okay, so Arlo is Netgear's brand of home security devices, security cameras, security lights, things like that, uh, doorbells, video audio doorbells, and the security light has fallen into that category. Uh, Arlo first made their splash as the world's first 100% wire-free camera, and they were indoor-outdoor grade security cameras, and, that, and that's the first set of uh, security cameras we bought that weren't wired was right. Arlo, and, huh. and we fell in love with them, and the batteries on... And the brand we the model we got was Arlo Pro, and they had rechargeable batteries, so you yeah. didn't have to go buy batteries all the time. You just pull the camera off the mount because they were magnetic mount. You oh wow! Pull, you just pull them off the mount, charge it for a couple hours, stick them back on there, and you're good for a few weeks. Really, a few weeks? Yes. So, okay. back in January, they released the Arlo Security Light, and it was and same claim, 100% wire free. And actually had a lot more bells and whistles with it. So, not only is it wire-free, but it's fully customizable. As in, you can make a flash. You can manually turn it on and off. You can have it set to motion detect, and you can adjust the width of the beam. And you can even change colors of the light as well. Really? And it's and it's just a little LED light, and it's mm -hmm. weather resistant, so it's set for outdoor grade conditions, and has a charge rechargeable battery. Yeah. And when the the battery life on this is amazing really and it's not solar charged or anything no no we why would they not do solar i wonder you could buy solar panels yeah you can buy the solar panels they're sold separately yeah okay we bought this light in january i set it up about the middle of january and we didn't have to charge it until about mid-august really and the only reason i was i'd say it probably would have went longer but we was doing a lot of work and where we had a hang, and in the evening, it was getting kicked on and off constantly yeah. for about two hours every evening. Huh. So it, it killed the battery pretty quick on that, but we didn't have to charge it. And, but for 
It took eight months to completely drain the battery. Wow. Pass it over here. Let me uh, okay. I'll hold it in front of the camera there. So, pretty lightweight. Yes. Yeah, it is small. It's a little Arlo camera. No, there's no camera. Or, in sorry, there. Arlo light. Yes. You can see the light. Arlo. What kind of? Little. This is a mount port. Is it like a micro USB to charge it, or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little rubber flap on the bottom. You just uh, open it up, and there's the micro USB hmm. port. Yeah. Is there two ports it, there? I don't think so. Do you use it as one kind of like uh, when you go outside? Helps you just automatically lights up your way so you can see where you're going at night? Or yeah, yeah. We actually have it mounted uh, right above our office door. So if I'm going up to the office at night, I don't have to worry about not being able to see because it has this motion sensor on it. Is really has great distance. So I'm halfway up the sidewalk to our office before. And then it kicks on, so I don't even have to worry about trying to... This one doesn't even have the battery, Joe. Is well, that... it wouldn't matter because you, it has to be linked to the base station to turn it on and off. So we, even if I put the battery in, we couldn't do anything with it. I was going to say, how are Justin and I going to test this out? There's no battery. <laughs> well, the battery's in the box. This is a sham. What's what's this? Is this just a uh, mounting the, type yep, thing? Yep, that's the, the mounting bracket okay. on it. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yes. Yeah, we never yeah, get to try out the cool stuff. <laughs> no, there is another. It looks like another mount on the bottom. Yeah, it has some sort of extra mounting bracket. Yeah. Change, yeah, changing adjustable uh, width of the beam. That's cool. Yeah, cool that feature. is nice. You can kind of tone it down if it's shining in a window or going to be in your eyes when you kind of go by it. Yeah. Is so, that is that uh, just this way or up and down too? Or? Uh, just left and right wide. Left and right. Yeah. 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 So it even you can even link it with an Arlo camera. So if you have it mounted like my cousin has one he has it over his garage he has the camera then he has the light right above it and we linked them up so when the at nighttime if the light kicks off the, the camera automatically kicks off with it right so then it's recording the exactly what kicked the light off so you can yeah. see hmm. and then it uh, has motion detection alerts so anytime there's motion detected regardless of day or night during the daytime it has a dusk to dawn sensor on it so during the day to save battery, it will not kick a light on, right. but it will still notify you, hey, motion detected on the light. Really? Yes. Interesting. Man, they've come so far with this stuff now. I know. And actually, this, it. I went on the Arlo website last night just to get an update, and it looks like they're trying to possibly discontinue this model, or they're just out of stock, possibly more out of stock than anything. Yeah. Because it... There was they were completely sold out, and they dropped the price tremendously originally. So we're gonna play the prices right. So when this product originally released, how much do you guys think it would cost? Uh, I'm gonna go with 19.99. Now this is oh, not no, wise. this it, is it, a wise joke. Yeah, I was gonna say this is Arlo, man. <laughs> it's and then originally, how long ago was that? Roughly. Uh, back uh, it was in January. Okay, so this just came out like within the last year or two. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say at least 50 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say 49.99. Just because the battery if the battery lasts that long and it's that new and it's wireless and it's that smart. Yeah, I got to say at least 50 50 to 75 I think would be safe. Original MSRP 149.99. What? Yes. All right. You know what I'm doing now? Oh yeah. 
But as of last night, I went and checked and seen where they dropped price tremendously. But, I mean, the features on it was great. So, okay, I'm going to go to Wise just to have a comparison. Do they have a light? I don't think they do, at least not yet. Okay, they just got a camera. And speaking of Wise, did you guys see the new home security system Wise has now? No. Yes, they are offering a home security system with a monthly fee of $5 a month. And if you sign up for the first year service, they'll send you the starter pack of equipment for free. Wow. You know, all our conversations. So here's the problem that I see with most products that you bring in here. We that compare, Wise doesn't we, sponsor all of it? Well, <laughs> but that we, you know, we com I compare them to Wise. Yeah. Just because I'm like, how do you beat Wise in whatever they're doing here? You know, whether it be watches, cameras, now home security systems. Yes. It's kind of crazy. Huh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's funny. Arlo's the one, first one on the scene that says, hey, watch this. Now Wise is stepping in and saying, literally saying, hey, watch this. We can do it cheaper. Yeah, I mean, they have headphones and, of course, the thermostat, the lock. Now they got a vacuum robot. One of the little... Uh, Roomba-like. Yeah, Roomba-like vacuums. The scale. Light bulbs, the smart bulbs and the smart plugs. Sprinkler controller. Whoever thought of a sprinkler controller? How's that popular? Apparently it must be more yeah. popular what set it and forget it and then your lawn's taken care of with the watering. Yeah. It's kinda crazy, so yeah, they have a professional monitoring. Meet your smart home. Wise home monitoring. So wait, what do you did you see what the price had dropped down to now? About sixty bucks. Okay. About okay. half the price. Wow, they cut it in half. Well what they did is their new version of the Arlo three camera they have offer a version that has the light built in yeah so that they, makes sense that's kind of what i can't i kept saying camera because i can't believe you have all those features in a light but not a camera right whatever engineer thought of that they should have fired <laughs> well, like, listen dude that, that's a lot of trouble for just a light yeah it looked good on paper i mean i guess i just i think about it and i'm like we have, you know, the cameras in our daycares, they have night vision. So you don't really need a light other than to, like, alert someone that they are being seen. Right. But even then, with motion-detecting lights, eh, those kick off, and you can buy those cheap 20 bucks. Right. But, I mean, I, I guess the wirelessness makes it a little valuable, but eh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a... Okay, anyway, we'll let you do your review on this. So pros, let's go with pros, because I'm dying to get to where this okay. is going to go. The pros, the battery life. Okay, yeah, you know, I can see that. Went at least eight months before I had to do the first charge, and the brightness. Now, like I said, I don't have... You know, we can't turn it on in the studio because it's not linked with the base station, but I can at least show you guys. Now, it won't be able to see it on live view, but here's my office yeah, here hand it over and I'll hold it up here's what our mm -hmm. office looked like with just that light and pitch black yeah you can see it that's pretty good really huh I mean yeah that, that's covering a lot of ground well and the distance from where I'm standing to the door that's where it uh, kind of ended what, well that's where but you're the, motion, the motion sensor started ah, picking okay, me up at yeah. so you oh, know I wasn't at the bottom of the stairs I was now you're yeah you're 20 30 feet uh, yeah huh did you adjust the beam at all no no that's that's, that's standard or yeah that's right default. out of the box full beam mm -hmm. wide standard open. setting yeah. yeah so if you had it to do all over again would you spend oh, the money on it 
Oh, I'd still keep. Oh, I still use it. Yeah, okay. I love it. Okay. And the easy, the easiness to customize, where you change the color, the beam. Yeah. Literally, you just open the app. You can manually turn it on, and you can set it to stay on for a certain amount of time. You can adjust your beam. I mean, the customization on it is amazing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still. Uh, I, the first thing I did is turn around and look at the Wise <laughs> website and like. Wise, if you're watching, yeah, we need a like. Yeah. Well, or I mean, you know, I don't know. Okay. Which would not surprise me if they was in the works on their own. Yeah, I. Yeah, I got to think that they're. Because now doing a home security kit, how do you not have a home security kit and not have like a motion detecting light of some sort? Right. Because it looks like they have two open things, like a door opens and a little magnetic yeah, the little, yeah. deal, and then some sort of home base, and then a keypad, and then whatever this square thing is. A uh, motion sensor. Okay, yep, motion sensor. And it covers your whole, yep, motion sensor. Yeah, entry sensors, that's what they are. Okay. Yeah. So what the the old ADT you know used to have the yeah yeah ADT is still around but companies like Simply Safe and now yeah, Wise Simply Safe have that's really uh, yeah. put a thumping on oh yeah on ADT so okay now I clicked over to Amazon so they got the Arlo lights fifty nine 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 fifty five yeah yeah then they got a Arlo Pro three floodlight camera yeah yeah that's the new camera they yep. have one hundred eighty nine yeah. You can get two Arlo home security lights for two hundred bucks. Okay, or three for three hundred twenty-four. Jeez, that's just so. I just I can't I can't imagine spending three hundred twenty-four dollars for three home smart security lights. Right. I mean, I just yeah. Wow. But now, so you ready for the cons? Well, hold on. Is that all the pros? Go over the pros yeah. again. The battery ba life. Battery life, brightness, yep. and the ease, ease of, of customization. Customization. Okay. Yes. All right, good. I was distracted by Wise. Sorry. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to order some Wise products. I thought you already did. No, I put them in my cart, but I didn't actually pull the trigger. Ah, uh, Dave. I know. I'm a tightwad, especially when it comes stuff like I, that. I am too, but it's Wise. I mean... <laughs> Wise is the reason we're tight was because we won't pay retail on anything else because Wise has a price sit down so affordable. So the cons, the it's it's one con, it's a big con. Uh, the initial setup is a pain in the neck because it comes with you get the light, you have to buy the starter kit. So the starter kit includes the light and then its own base station to link it to when then that base station links with your main Arlo base. So trying to get the initial base station to link with your main Arlo base station, it's kind of cumbersome at times. Sometimes it'll work, sometimes it's a 10 minute process, and then try to get the light to link with that base station is a chore. Uh, they, they, they walk through the instructions, oh, it's an easy 10 minute process. I've set up three of these, and the quickest one was about 30 minutes. Each time? Each time. Wow. Valuable time. I yeah. was going to say, what, t what takes so long? It w Whatever, there's some kind of glitch in the software. Because when I did it, with when I set it up at the office, I thought, okay, maybe it's my network where I have my security stuff in place. It's like, okay, maybe that's what's messing with it. 
So I went and helped my cousin set his up. Completely different network. His did the same thing. I thought, okay, well, that's good. Then it may be there is something going on. I thought, well, he has some security stuff on his network, too. Maybe that's what it is. So we went and did it to on a customer install a few weeks ago, and the exact same thing happened. But once it once you get them to link, it's beautiful. It's perfect. You you have no you have zero issues after that. But trying to get over that hurdle is a pain in the neck. Hmm. And literally, all you, all you have to do is uh, turn on the base station, link it with your main box, and then on the camera here, you open the battery panel, and there's a QR code right. on the back that you take a picture of through the app for it to read and link it with your account. And basically, that should be all that you need to do. You have, and from what I've ran into, you've had to do it three or four times to actually get it to link properly. The crazy part is, like, you're a tech guy. Yeah. So that scares me for the average person that may or may not know, or an older person. Right. But hmm. once it's set up, like I said, we've not had any issues with it. So yeah, it's a con now because you're definitely frustrated that the time it took to do that. Yeah, because that's one of my thoughts. It's just like, work. okay, if I'm having this kind of trouble, I can't imagine yeah. what, what everybody else is running into. Yeah. Yeah, I got a Google Nest cam for my brother for Christmas last year. And yeah, it, it gave us a lot of headaches too, just that initial setup. And then once it's set up, not, no so problem. it was flawless after it was set up, but just mm -hmm. trying to get to that point. Yeah, doing hard resets on it just would not recognize that it wouldn't pop up like it was supposed to and that you know their technical support or their website didn't really give you much it's just like here's how you do it we're like yeah we did all that <laughs> and it didn't work you know and then you're just kind of at a dead end and i think he may have ended up having to get a replacement there was something going on with the with the uh so firmware actual... in it maybe yes yeah, so that's what drives me nuts is if you run into an issue and and our basically the support is well it should work Mm -hmm. Yes, it should work, but that's why we're that's why we're yeah. having this conversation because obviously it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, huh? I don't know. I'm trying to gauge on what rating you're going to give this. Okay. But I'm not sure how big a con that is. I'm still kind of torn because you're a technology guy. Right. And I feel like if you have problems, but I don't know how much you're going to hold that against the product because of a non-technology person running into issues. Right. So how much how much of an issue do you think that'd be for a non-technology person? Like, is it just a simple, just keep going through it until it works? Yeah, it, it took about three tries for it to finally process through. And then once, once it was linked, never another issue. Right. So about three tries. That's not terrible then, I guess, especially if you're just doing the same thing. Like, you didn't work any technology guru magic, right? No, no, there was no voodoo magic involved. Okay, just basically just keep doing the right. pattern. Okay. All right, well, what's your rating then? Four stars. Really? Yes. I kind of thought maybe three. I thought you were going to go Miller Road. Well, I was going to go three, but literally once you jump that hurdle, it is so nice, and yeah. there's no worries, no issues, no dropouts after it's set up. That Well, well how often it. do you customize it? Like, have you changed the light color or beam or anything like that? Just playing with it initially, I did. But now, after that? Like, for Halloween, I did change it to orange for trick-or-treaters, but really? other than that, uh, I've not used it. I mean, I've not used the customizations. Do you think that's a viable product that makes it great? Yeah, I mean, even though you don't use it that much, it's still a well. Pretty. Now I I use the light. The lights used. Well, I meant like the customization. The, yeah, because if you get it out of the box and you don't like a big wide 
beam of light if you want to just kick it down you know to just more of a straight beam you open the app you set it you're done yeah and then if you decide down the road hey i want to change colors or i want to set it back to the full floodlight right it it's okay. you know it's not an issue to make those changes on the fly gotcha so and you could, you could just stars. turn it on totally remotely if you wanted to yeah absolutely yeah i could turn it on right now mm-hmm. if if the one we have at the office. I could yeah. set it up right yeah. now. If he'd have brought all the stuff so we could borrow it, we could have turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see how this is. Huh. Okay, so four stars. By golly, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay, Joe's scale. Joe's, Joe's getting soft in his products. old age. He's getting soft in his old age, I think. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, I mean, how long have you had it? You've had it for... Almost a year. Almost a year. So that's a good time. Good, or a good uh, time period of a review. So. Right. And eight months on battery life. That is incredible. You know, that's probably worth four stars by itself. Yeah, that that's what sold me was the battery life. Yeah. That was a big, yeah, big sell for me. Huh. Okay. By golly. All right. Anything else you want to throw in there about it? That pretty much covers everything on, on the Arlo you, security life. Have you read any reviews about people talking about the solar option? The, the, the solar panels? Yep. Um, they actually sell the solar panels. I wonder and, how much, do you know how, the, how much those are? Um... I'm wanting to say around 40 to 60. Let me look real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, about 80 bucks for mm-hmm. the solar panel. Holy cow. What I wonder that? if you have to have, if you could just go get like a general one from Harbor Freight or something. Um, now, they, I do know because we actually set some up for a customer, you can go on Amazon and get uh, generic or different branded that are made for the Arlo. They're made for the Arlo, but they're not Arlo branded. Mm-hmm. They're compatible with Arlo brands for for uh, for a much affordable price. Wonder, do you know if one panel could charge like three of those lights, or just one one to one? Uh, one to one the way they're yeah. the way they're wired up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, they have some like two watt, six volt solar panels for says compatible with Arlo for forty bucks. Yeah, so that's not bad, but no. I mean the the cameras. You don't charge it though. If I was going to do it, it would probably be for the cameras. And honestly, you know, we go a few weeks on on a single charge on the camera, so it's not a real big deal. But there are times when I get that alert that this camera's battery is low. That I'm like, I gotta have to go get it. Yeah, and, and charge it for however long. Yeah, I don't How long does it take to charge? A couple hours. That's not bad. But I don't have them strung right around my house since they're wire free. I have them on trees and all <laughs> yeah. that, so you track it down. Honey, I gotta go climb a tree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny. Be I, careful. I was helping my dad set theirs up, and he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna put this one all the way up, up on top." And they have a big two-story house. He said, "I'm gonna put ours all the way up towards the top." I said, "So you're telling me <laughs> that you're gonna go get the ladder, yeah. your big twelve-foot ladder?" Yeah. In the middle of January, three foot of snow, 20 below, you're going to go get that. Well, maybe we need to bring it out just a hair. There you go. <laughs> well, and would it even reach the ground? From, I mean, 20 feet from the top of the house to the ground, that would eat up a lot of the uh, detection area, I would think. Yeah, because well, it would pick up almost anything. Or just, well, it just would be too far away for something on the ground. Well, true. Yeah, hmm. but I, I had I had to laugh. I was like, "Okay, Dad, you yeah, gotta yeah. remember that these, <laughs> these aren't wired. This is why you want this because there's yeah. no wires." Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, maybe we need to pull it down just yeah, a hair. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. 
All right. Well, if anybody has any questions on any of the things we talked about today, we talked about Cyberpunk video game 2077, the Apple Watch update, and the Peacock update with them taking the office uh, over except for season one and two that you have to pay for. Uh, and then, of course, product update on Arlo. So if someone, that's what I see. Someone's like, yeah, I need some of the Arlo lights and cameras. Right. And Joe, you got to help me set them up. Right, and we how, do that all the time get, for yeah. customers. Yeah, how do they get a hold of you? You give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com or follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at amdigitaltech for all that. And be sure to list, uh, download, subscribe to the podcast, help desk with Joe and Dave. We are on all the major podcasting platforms, and and we've actually moved our podcast platform over to Anchor, yeah, Anchor.fm. So if you are subscribed to the old feed, you may need to update your feed to get our newest episodes. Nice. All right, and then we, of course we have Justin here with us today again. So Justin, a regular cast member of the show, bringing his Santa hat in for the month of December. Yeah. So I'm just I'm excited because I kind of expect you know after December, what are you going to throw on? Yeah, James, are you going to do anything for, like, month of February? Yeah, I'll try to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keep adding that element. Yep. All right. Well, this is David, and you've been listening to our Help Desk with Joe podcast with our host here, Joe McDonald, with A&M Digital Technologies, on, along with Patch Turned Up. Stay tuned in for more podcast music news updates from our Patch students here at our Patch studio, and then Patch, Community and Children First. And a big thanks to A&M Digital Technologies that powers everything behind the scenes. And uh, Joe, you actually were working on computers today. We had a computer <laughs> crash and uh, one of our older ones that you're about to replace, but uh, it's on its last leg, so keep them you busy. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, Justin, thank you all very much, and uh, this will wrap up show number 42 of Help Desk with Joe. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. All right. So we are off the air? No, not yet. Okay. Still doing the Facebook one, man. Okay. Facebook Live. Yeah. So show number 42, Help Desk with Joe. You've been watching Joe, Justin, and myself here on our Patch Facebook page. Thanks for joining in with us. And as always, a big thanks to A&M Digital Technologies for powering all our stuff behind the scenes. And uh, big thanks for Joe and Justin for coming in and making this podcast happen in person, live today. And uh, we'll be back next week. So everybody have a great week. And uh, thanks for watching our Help Desk with Joe, show number 42. Okay, did you record in OBS? Yes. Okay, go ahead and stop that as well if you don't care. Yep, good call. So, another bit of office trivia.